This portion of the show is brought to you by Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Horvitz here. Happy to be here with you today. Mark Howitt joins me once again on my special week of Christmas programming. Told you I'd do all this whole week. We'd be uh, kind of looking back on 23 with a lot of guests throughout the week and looking ahead to 2024. Plus, I think Mark will throw in some other stuff like, is Christmas the actual birth date of Jesus Christ? Right. Okay, we're going to get into that. He has a definitive answer. I'm not. <laughs> and uh, we'll see if we have time for the tax credits as well. Yeah. And t- touch on that a little bit too. Um, but uh, yeah, here here we go. I mean, another another trip around the sun, another year rapidly. Yeah, it's, it, went, it went quick. It goes by really quick. It's, you know, I look at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I look at my kids. I'm like, how old are you now? What, what, <laughs> what grade are you in? <laughs> What's your name? How does it go by <laughs> so fast? Yeah, 2023. Wow, what a year. Rips yeah. By, yeah. Um, it's a, it's a good for me personally. It was a good year. It was. Yeah, I think you've had a good year too. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think a lot of people had a better year than twenty two was an improvement on twenty one. You know, mm-hmm. got truly out of the COVID hysterics, but then we got into massive inflation. Yeah, and craziness there. You know, and other craziness, but twenty one, twenty two were rough in a lot of ways for a lot of people. Yeah. whether it be inflation or, or you know, I had. Mental oh, health with the COVID hysteria. I had COVID twice in one year, plus... Uh, plus the... Didn't you get the... What did you have? Shingles or something? I had shingles. You had a bad... Like, it was like every other week. And then I had a full body breakout for some... Uh, <laughs> oh, the stuff, was, I was taking Keflex and for a little infection, and I had a full body yeah, crash. Mark got... Like I, like, I told him to stay away for a while. I was like, Just, don't, don't... Like, come in in a studio. bubble. Like, I'm not too paranoid <laughs> about all that stuff, but I was like, whew. Yeah. It's just like catching everything no but for i mean I, I it's been an okay year i mean it's been a good year for me personally but i know a lot of people are, have been struggling out there i mean yep. the cost of things have risen so much despite biden saying what a great economy it is and bidenomics and which i don't use that term anymore yeah people I, are struggling i get that people are struggling and you know, when you look around the world we're still doing a lot better than oh, man. a lot of other places oh, man you know i think of africa it's struggling like crazy because yeah. ukraine is kind of the breadbasket for africa and because of the, the war going on there, that's caused problems with shipments of grain, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Africa is always a disaster. Anyway. It's been for so long. Yeah. It's, and there's so, the sad thing is there's so much potential there. Uh, people and resources. And uh, I mean, China has been, unfortunately, probably buying up mm-hmm. so many natural resources there. China and, saw Africa and they said, hey, this place is mineral rich. Like on tap now. Tons of labor. Yeah. yeah. Let's invest. And the U.S. Yeah. and everybody else has been trying to play catch up. And they're just not We've been it. investing in Ukraine. Yeah. It, Maybe not the most corrupt place on earth, but definitely in the top. Well, China, is, China is the manufacturing power of the world recognizes that they need raw materials. And they see Africa and they say, hey, excellent raw materials. Yeah. And very true. They exploit it completely. You know, we talked about the cobalt on the show a few times. Yeah. The thanks for the your Congo. phones and yep. for your zero emission vehicles. Woo. You should see what it takes to make zero emission. Oh my. Yeah. Oh, wow. Basically the child slavery is, yeah. is what it's amounting to in yeah. Africa. But Hey, you can feel good. You get that sticker. 
Yep. You know, you can, <laughs> saving the environment, you're saving the world. Good job. All right. Love to hear from you. Um, we'll pile up comments. As you know, we'll be pretty limited here. You know, we get a little lazy towards the last two weeks of the year. Yep. Uh, but I got all new stuff for you all this week. Um, but it's stuff we've worked on in advance, just to be clear, because if something, I always like people, like people because something big happens and they're like, why aren't you covering X, Y, Z? It's like, well. Because I'm having fun with my family, <laughs> right? <laughs> Enjoying it. Because I know what's coming, and we'll talk about what's coming in 2024, which is the political onslaught that we're all going to face. So let's get to all that, 23, 24, and other stuff too. And um, we'll get into um, the birth of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and December 25th. I'm sure you have historical, tons of historical stuff on this. So we'll get to that in just a second. If you're selling your home, and you want to work with the best, that's, of course, Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. She does a great job and has done so many, uh, so many people have gone to her and, and had such great results, like Jen and Mark, and needed to sell their home. They contacted Kelly Broadus. They leaned on her extensive knowledge, of course, of the area and all her years of real estate, her passion, and it was six days for that one. Six days. Kelly was able to sell their home, and that was full asking price. I, I got tons of stories like this. Why don't you call Kelly, see what she can do for you. They also, she also does the uh, on the buying side too, mm-hmm. um, so buying and selling. But selling is a, a big thing that Kelly's super passionate about, but she's got folks that help on the buying side. Uh, 888-446-5602, 888-446-5602, or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. Okay, what is the most um, standing out? thing in your head for for 2023 looking looking back no doubt it's got to be october 7th with the hamas you know attack into israel where they just raped slaughtered beheaded did horrific horrific things to civilians Mm -hmm. Uh, unbelievable and you know the ongoing war that israel has to wipe out this terrorist organization and you still have they, they took about 240 hostages there's something like 140 150 still being held uh by hamas and just the disaster that that has caused in the whole region. Um, you've had a breakdown of, you know, Israel and Saudi Arabia were real close to a peace deal. Yes. That's kind of being yeah. put on hold right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really created a disaster. And what you're seeing is um, they're really trying to separate the Hamas from the Palestinian people. And the reality is you cannot separate the two. The, the, the Muslims in the West Bank and in Gaza see the, Hamas as their heroes. And as Israel has been releasing three prisoners for every hostage, those prisoners are going back into the West Bank and are being greeted to citizens carrying Hamas flags. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no separating the two. The citizens elected Hamas. They see them as their heroes. This is a war between two people groups. And I don't like to say Palestinians. I like to say Muslims because uh, living among them, there's a lot of Christian Arabs there that are stuck in this mess. Uh, in, In Gaza. There's some in Gaza, and there's a lot in the West Bank, okay. um, Bethlehem, yeah. um, Hebron, all these different places. And they're stuck in the middle, and they're suffering because they don't want anything to do with Hamas or with you know, the, the Muslim dictatorships that are there. Because both the West Bank and the Gaza Strip had elections once, and in the, the PA, the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank, refuses to have elections again. Hamas in the Gaza Strip refuses to have elections again. We won, and that's it. We won, won and done. It's just, it's an ongoing disaster. Um, And I just, I'm praying that it'll it'll come to a quick resolution getting the hostages freed and turning over these horrific governments in. 
Yeah, the Muslim but, control areas. Uh, sadly, we haven't seen the historical data of that happening in any right. rapid fashion, no matter if it's that, in that area or, or any other area. Once yep. these people get a hold of the reins of power, they don't want to let go. They don't want to let go, and unless there's an absolute, usually extreme bloodshed coup, mm-hmm. you know, uh, things like that, where it's just the people get it goes on for so long, and it's that's 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 it. Yeah. Um. You know, we had. I, I mean, we have a rarity in this country where there is that peaceful transition of, of power. Um. Starting back with George Washington, when that was that was just unusual. It is. You know, to say, yeah, I'm done. I did my people in power eight years really don't want to give up power. Yeah. We had a, a bunch of great founding fathers, um, most of them Christian-based. You know, Jefferson was a deist, but he still was Bible-educated. And they really saw the need to, to stop this power yeah. holding. Because, you know, we were under England and king and monarchy and every, all that mess. And But we've moved so far in this country from that. Those no. founding fathers, they're like, we must have a turnover of power constantly to people who are just in there for life and yeah that's true and you know recently last time you're on we were talking about mccarthy retiring at the end of the year the former speaker of the house and he's yep. like i'm gonna do something even better for the american <laughs> whatever he said and you're like oh, just go do something productive just please yeah outside of politics but they stay there forever and even when they leave they're still in power they're still in power we're back to the founding fathers and even for a lot of our nation's history it was I'm done. I'm going to go back to being a farmer or lo- the local lawyer or merchant or whatever. Yep. And, and I'm good with that. And because this shouldn't be everything in my life. And government was really small back then. Government oh, yeah. really didn't get huge until this last century. No, very true. Very true. And very century. centralized mm-hmm. uh, this last century. And people can't even imagine a world without government intruding and imposing in every, almost every facet of, of your life. Whereas for so much of our nation's founding and then even, like you said, the um, – 1900s mm-hmm. uh, i'm sorry 1800s into the early 1900s it was like no nah, they didn't do anything there wasn't even and we were so to, prosperous we yeah, income tax until 1913 yeah it's it's so it's like we did fine without that and the, they snuck that thing starting in. with world war one christmas there was big changes yeah um, yeah they need to fund that war fund that war fund mm-hmm. the next war and mm-hmm. after world war ii and we came out war, as the, the world war. power and america became a very powerful country and People in power realize that they had a yeah. lot more power than they used to. Uh, but they, I think they did do the income tax during Christmas. Like, did they really? Yeah, they yeah. had a few minutes. You know, it's like, it's like right? So <laughs> what's going on right now? We should be probably on full staff right now oh just watching, right? Um, so anyway, you th- okay, The I would agree with you. That was obviously a huge uh, moment and continuing for yep. 2023. Um, the for, I mean, the recognition by a lot of people that's, uh, Biden's faculties have slipped um, yes. is, is one thing, but the failure to turn that into action as far as finding someone else mm-hmm. or saying, well, I can't vote for this guy is also pretty nauseating, you know, for the never Trumpers, assuming yep. that Trump becomes a nominee. And, and Biden recently said, or just a while back said that um, if Trump wasn't running, I don't think I'd be running. So now it's just about personal <laughs> ego even more, right? Yeah. It- so... That that was a big issue there. Um, the inflation has been a huge issue. Mm-hmm. The struggles people are having because of that, and I don't see it waning, or it's not going down at least. No, it's not as bad as it was the previous year, Yeah, obviously, but it jumped up, and then it's just jumping up less. But it's you've jumped up to a new level, and now you're still going up to a higher and higher level. Yeah, You don't want deflation, that's for sure. 
but you want unless you had a lot of cash or something and you but for overall for society that's probably going to cause some problems in a debt-based society yes yes in a debt-based society because it makes your mortgage be more expensive if you have deflation we had deflation again in the 1800s we did it and it was it was actually not there was times where things were rough but they were quick depressions Mm-hmm. But overall, people were getting higher and higher quality stuff for lower price throughout a good part of the 1800s. And we really prospered in the 1800s, but nobody was really in debt. Nobody yeah. was in debt. So the deflation with debt. Been invented. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> the mortgage, a was... mortgage, really? I mean, that was, this was rare stuff. If, you, yeah. if you, Debt was something maybe a merchant would have for a short period and, okay, all oh, this and that. I mean, it was not like it is today, which is everywhere, consumer debt. Yeah, consumer debt's terrible. And inflation, if you have a home mortgage, inflation is great for you. Yeah, can be. Because yeah. what you're paying, the dollar that you're paying the bank back with has become worth 50 cents. It's worth 25 yep. If you pay out, if you take the full 30 years, you're actually probably coming out ahead. What was your first mortgage payment? Do you remember? Oh, it was in the, gosh, it was in the five $600 yeah. range. Mine was 800 bucks, I think. Yeah. I think it was 800 Because I remember... We were, and this was in Flagstaff, this was maybe 99, late 90s, and Angela and I were just married, and we were coming, leaving from, we wanted to get out of our two-bedroom apartment, like in Continental area or whatever, which was, I think it was 650 per month for that thing. That's about what I was paying Okay, two-bedroom, right? Imagine that. So there you go, inflation, let's, that's 20, let's not even call it 20, 25 years or so, right? Yep. 650 apartments, now 2,500 if you're lucky. Yes. Four times. We were stressed because we were going to an $800 mortgage, <laughs> right? Because we were like, it's an extra 150 bucks a month. Right. $800 mortgage. Now, fast forward, had I kept that house, which I should have. <laughs> although the, I always say. Yeah, <laughs> although the proceeds did go into the new house. Right, right. Um, so had we kept that house, I think we bought it for, let's call it 100 We sold it for after a ton of work, 175 or something a few right. years later, a ton of work we had to do every weekend. Um, but if had we kept that and we would have been paid off by now, or had we not, no, we'd be close. We have five more years maybe. Yeah. But we'd be paying 800 a month. We'd be laughing at That's a car payment for most it's people nowadays. Yeah. It's a, it's a couple carts of groceries. Yeah. So then we sold our house and we had some extra cash. Now we put it yep. uh, down on a new one, extra money down. And I want to say that second home in 2001 that we bought, our second home that we purchased, we sold the other one, was $215,000. And our payment was going up to like $1,200. And we were stressed about that. (laughs) Had we, right? So, I mean, yeah. Okay. And this is why a lot of people, there's not much real estate on the market because people do not want to sell out of their 2%, 3%, 4% mortgage. Yeah. And have to rebuy at 8%. Yeah. And that's keeping the inventory low. That's true. Okay. I want to get to uh, another one maybe that you have uh, for 23. If you got another one, I've got another one as well. And I'd love to hear from you. Get those comments in. We'll share them as we pile them up and get back to it. Uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't forget. Hey, it's good. Still time. You still got time. Head on out to Timberline Firearms and Training. Gift card. Yep. You could get maybe a firearm. Ammunition. Training. Training is a big one. Uh, safes, accessories, uh, all kinds of good stuff out at Timberline Firearms and Training. Just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Uh, their training is top-notch. Yeah. I mean, I love what they're doing. Whether you're new to firearms, somewhere in the middle, expert level, carry concealed. I mean, that's a, that's a big one there. Stop the Bleed, which is a free one. Call them up, 
7900. That's 928 526 7900. Timberline Firearms and Training 928 526 7900. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. If you get a rock chip in your windshield, remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928-779-4140. Uh, you want to call them first because you, a lot of times you call your insurance company. They route you through a nationwide glass shop. That's who does these calls and answers it. Uh, that could cause delays. That could cause extra cost. Call directly to Diamond Auto Glass right there on 4th Street in Flagstaff, 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Mark Howitz here with me as we, uh, special week of Christmas pre-programming and New Year's, looking at all that, looking back on 23, ahead to 24 and some other stuff too that we'll get to in just a little bit. Um, the border, for me, another one for 23 that's continuing on, it's going to be a huge issue uh, for the presidential election coming up, which when we come back January 2nd is going to be high gear. I mean, you got the uh, Iowa caucus. Yep, January fifteenth. Um, then you got before you know it, Arizona's March March nineteenth, nineteenth. Which and so about. for some people in Arizona, there's also a March twelfth election in Arizona. So if you what have a, that? that's for the, all these um, cities and counties that have their elections in the spring. Okay, Flagstaff did this a little bit, and so you'll have a a primary or an election, a local election on the twelfth of March, and then the presidential preference election the next week. <laughs> yeah, I know Arizona. And uh, is it mail-in stuff, or do you have to go in for? I mean, so there might be just all that you're getting just tons of political mail. Yeah, you're going to get tons yeah. of political mail, and some of the counties and some of the cities might be doing mail-in only. Yeah, it might be. It's going to be well. The presidential one must be the polling place and the mail-in. Yep, for sure. Yeah, so that really think about that, Mark. March nineteenth, those must be mailing out um, last week or two of February. Yeah, How so quickly this is actually coming. If you want to vote in the Republican presidential primary, you need to be registered as a Republican basically 29 days before. So February 20th is your last day to register as a Republican okay. to vote in the Republican primary. And we'll or, check that date when we come back, January 2nd. Did you look that one up? January 2nd? No, no, no. I'm oh, saying okay. when you need to do it. I don't oh, want no, I just looked it up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's February 20th. Okay, yep. so do it earlier because last time I did, I registered close to the election. And then I got two ballots. Oh, remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a little sketchy. Yeah, I wonder how many people uh, yeah. sent two back. If I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm tempted to switch right before again and see what happens. Now I went in and they destroyed it, so they claim. Yeah, I went in there and did that, and I, yeah, just so you know, I didn't vote twice, anything like that. Yeah, the Republicans last time around they were saying you know vote in person, vote in person. They've they switched their tune now. Now the tune is vote early. Do your mail-in ballot. It's it's like eggs are good for you, eggs are bad for you. Eat meat, don't eat meat. It's like... They realize the Democrats kicked their butt. They're trying to figure out why. Because they kept saying, hold it to the last day. And it's like, the problem with that is the last day becomes the next day and it's too late. Yeah, Yeah. something comes up. Yeah, vote as soon as you can. 
and yeah, get that in. I, you know, and people are like, oh, I'm going to take my ballot in on election day. Well, all of a sudden your kid is sick and vomiting <laughs> yeah. at home. And, Stuff happens, comes up. man. Yeah. And, you know, just, just mail it in. Figure yeah. out who, what, figure out the topics. I like doing the mail in myself because I have the ballot there and I can research all the topics yeah. and research all the candidates. Vote. Yeah, go over it. Yeah. And then tell my wife how to vote. Tell my friends how to vote. <laughs> I get a lot of calls, actually. Hey, how are you voting on this, yeah. this, and this? Because I don't know what the heck this proposition is. Most or... people don't know the down ballot stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we it's... tend to, on this show, know the down ballot stuff. We try to. We yeah. try to. <laughs> we, we try to. Um, another big one is the border crisis, though. That'll be the big issue, like I said, going into I think that, 24. honestly, I disagree, Jeff. I think that is a complete waste of time for the Republicans. <laughs> because... The hardcore Republicans, they're going to vote Republican anyway. Okay. But what you the vote you need as a Republican to get elected is the youth, the college age kids. And the independents. And, and, and the independents. Yeah. The yuppies, as we used to call them. Is they, that still a word? They don't give a rip about the border. They don't care. Okay. I dis, I, okay. Maybe not yet, but I sense it's changing a little bit with the border fiasco that happened at Lukeville and the, you know, we can't even, you know, you can't even get to Rocky point easily and all that yep. stuff that happened with the pictures that are coming in and the problems. And even the Democrats saying, well, this is getting a little crazy. I sense, cause I think everything comes in peaks and waves, you know, yep. I sense that the attitude's changing a bit where people are like, really, we can't control this a little bit better. So maybe you're right though, as overall as a big, huge election issue. Now, the big election, if you want to win the election, you've got to be talking about college debt. Mm. You've got to be talking Which about Which you want to forgive it. It doesn't matter. You've got I'm, to, I'm just saying that's, that's what they, the they, they want to hear. Yeah, these are the topics you have to talk about. You have to talk about debt, college debt especially. You've Not national to, debt, though. Nobody cares nobody about cares that. Nobody cares about that. You've got to be talking about housing. You know, you've got to talk about what are you going to do for me personally. Yeah, you've got to buy votes. You know, what John F. Kennedy said, don't ask what your country can do for you. What can you do Forget for me? That. Yeah. Forget that. Oh, if you want to win an election, you have to say, you got to tell the people want to know, what are you going to do for me? <laughs> oh, that's giving me a little bit of a hopeless feeling there. That's, because that's because when you say, well, college debt is the big deal, well, that means forgiving college debt is the big deal. Yeah. We've already got a huge national debt crisis and all this, these other problems. When you say housing is a big deal, which it is because – a lot of people have been locked out in many, many markets. Yep. Um, what does that mean? Government subsidized housing, um, down payment assistance uh, well, by other you, people's tax money. I think if you're a savvy Republican candidate, you're going to say, "Hey, look, the Arizona Constitution says that higher education should be as close to free as possible. Mm-hmm. So we need to take that serious. And so you can you can address this thing besides just saying forgive college debt. There's other ways to address it. I see." But you've got to do that. The, the students and the students are that two or three percent of the population that are going to kick the the election one way or the other. No, it's a, it's a good point. But um, Mark Burnovich, the former attorney general, went to bat against the universities, the uh, Arizona Board of Regents, yep. over that very specific thing. College is supposed to be as um, close to free, close as to free as possible, or close to cost or something. I think it's the cost yeah. issue, right? And it's like, well, yeah, we need all that stuff. The uh, Isabel goes to NEU and she pays the fees for the common area, this area and that area. And she's like, I never use that stuff. I don't want that stuff. Right. So you're paying for all that stuff. Yeah. What is a cost? And right. they'll, they'll argue that, yeah, the $500,000 that some administrator makes is the, yeah, well, that's Jeff, the cost you, doing business. Look at our last election with Kerry Lake. Um, and who's the other guy that was running for a secretary of state? Um, Friend, point. Um, anyway, yeah, all the elections were <laughs> anywhere from by. a few hundred 
to a few thousand votes difference. It wasn't. You yeah, know, they were very close. They're very close. And so you need. Especially the AG race, the attorney yeah, general. Attorney general. A couple hundred yeah, that, votes. Right. It was 400 um, and something. Um, and I forgot his name too. <laughs> Hamaday. <laughs> Hamaday. It was, I think Hamaday. it's running for Congress down there in one of those districts. And um, I mean, 400 votes Hayes. in a state of. Mays. What's our. We're what? 7 million people now? Something like that? Seven this? and a half yeah. with. Possibly three million illegals, but no. <laughs> At least, yeah, seven and a half etching towards eight million yeah. people. Three, two, yeah, three. So million four million people. voters, maybe yeah. three and a half, four million and you voters. Four hundred different. I mean, you've got to, these central issues that for the. When I want to say the central issues that the the voters that are in the middle that can be swayed because most Those voters are the can't issues. Be. But it's how you frame it. It's like college college debt's a problem. The left would say, "Well, they got to forgive it all," and you're saying, "Hey." There's better ways. Let's talk, look at our university system. Let's maybe not go to college. Let's you know, look at workforce it. training. Yeah, You've got to get those extra 500 yeah. votes and win. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to what you see coming in 24, which was kind of some of that yeah. as well. And uh, love your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Give me a Christmas present and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. Appreciate people do that. Look up Orvitz on your favorite podcast provider. Uh, give Eric Boatner at Allstate Agency a Christmas present by giving them a call. Eric and Lisa uh, handle a ton of policies for me and Angela, and they've saved us a ton of money. I really appreciate that. I appreciate their great service as well. They've done an excellent job for us. If you're looking for homeowners, auto, all of that stuff, they've got it all, life insurance. Even if you've got that boat, I don't see plane in here. You know, boats are expensive, planes are expensive. Call Eric Boatner, Allstate Agency, 928-774-8722. That's 928-774-8722. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Mark Howitz here with me. Special Christmas programming. I was going to say coverage. Yeah, yeah, that coverage, been a yeah. coverage of Christmas. <laughs> You're not going to do that Santa sleigh as we've got him on the radar thing, are you? We did that. The, the kids do that. And some, you know, Owen does that with the computer thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> been doing that for years. They still they have a, this multiple. NORAD or whatever. Yeah, NORAD. Was it on um, Christmas vacation where uh, Clark Griswold's like, oh, they, I hear Santa's at whatever, whatever. And um, cousin Eddie's like, you serious? <laughs> you know, it's just like, uh, do you have a cousin Eddie? It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. There, it's it's it's, it's a fun movie. Um, Twenty before we get to Christmas, um, the actual birth date of Jesus Christ. I want to hit on with, yeah. with you on that. But be, t- looking to twenty twenty four, what do you see coming? I guess what would be? Do we do the call it the prediction, and maybe we'll unearth this next year, which I probably won't do because I'm lazy, but. I'll try to hold you to it. My prediction, okay. Someone is going to get elected president. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. <laughs> and uh, that someone is probably going to be over 80 years old. <laughs> by the time they're in or out, you know, the two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. More of the same. Yeah, um, you, so you, you think Biden-Trump, that's the I ticket. It's, it's headed that way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah unless I, – I, it's going to be Trump. I'm convinced of that. Um, I, I, as I get older, I don't be so certain and arrogant like that, but I'd say 99.95% that it's going to be Trump. I still think Biden's going to run to to the end. They're going to get to the convention, and they're going to slip in someone else because he's just going to say, you know what, I just blah, blah, blah. Newsom. It, it, probably. Yeah. It's probably. Ugh. Yeah, it's, and he could win. He could win. It, that would be the smart move for the Democrats. I think Newsom could beat Trump. 
perhaps um, that would be for the Democrats would be, you got to get rid of this guy and get somebody else. And Newsom could be that guy, but man, I'd love to see that debate. If Newsom would debate Trump, that'd be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. He's he's kind of a wild guy too. Newsom, you know, he's, yeah, he knows how to speak up and how to attack his opponent and to look sharp. And, you know, he's got the charisma. Yeah. I don't like the guy. No, but he's got, Oh, he's a politician. He's got good TV presence. Yeah, no. it could be interesting. I, so if I had to make a prediction for what it's worth, I wouldn't put much money on this on Vegas, in Vegas. I, I predict it's Trump versus somebody. I'm not convinced it's Biden, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm almost all but certain that it's Trump. Even if he's in jail, even if he's convicted, yep. uh, that'll just boost it. He's not backing out, and nobody's going to beat him, even though they'll have a few wins. So It's going to be Trump if versus I was a, someone. If I was a Democrat strategist, I feel like I would want Trump versus somebody. I think Trump's yeah. still, his odds of winning are still pretty low. Whereas if you had a DeSantis um, or a Ramaswamy even. Or even Haley. Well, and I'm not a huge I don't know about Haley, Haley fan. But against but, a Biden or against a Newsom, I think a DeSantis I think or they win Ramaswamy, in the general. Yeah. In the general. I've had Democrats tell me that, Mark. Yeah. I've had Democrats tell me, I say Trump, Biden, even though you know Biden has not got his faculties. Never, never Trump. I'd say DeSantis, Biden, eh, maybe. You yep. say Haley... To a Democrat or some even more left-leaning independents, you say Haley uh, Biden. They say Haley. Really? Yeah, I've had that multiple times. I'm surprised by that. It's one. not scientific, but <laughs> 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 again, wouldn't go to Vegas on that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's one. You have any others? Abortion is going to be a big thing. It, you're right. It's coming up. It's you know it's going to be constitutional amendments possibly in five states, including this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to be a really big topic. Um, it's a big one, and it, there's a push in Arizona to get that constitutional amendment in Arizona yep. in the state for um, abortion. They're not getting signatures, yeah, and they'll probably it. get it. In five of the, the swing states, they're doing it. Yes, and it's very strategic because they want to bring out certain voters. Yes. Now, you could argue a lot on the right, and conservatives will come out and vote because of the abortion issue, and they want to defeat it. But my experience has been the pro side gets very active, like rabid. The pro-abortion, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So. Rabbit active. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And no, so. you're right. You're right there. I yep. agree with that hundred percent. Okay. Any others? Or you want to move on to Well, the real question Christmas. is what's the next, you know, the woke thing's going to pass over, you know, the transgender. Trans- the woke and trans. Yeah. It's already okay. passing over. I think it's, it's peaked. It's what's, peaked. The, what's the next thing? What they come up with next? Because I never thought they'd come up with that. Right. <laughs> you know, it was always like, okay, now they're doing the whole this and now they're on the climate change and now it's, or global warming. Then it's climate change. And then, boom, it's trends. I don't know if a girl's a girl and I'm a a boy's a girl. And uh, the whole sports thing happens. And I'm 12 and I'm certain I'm a girl, but I'm really a guy. And it's just, I never thought that that was, I I thought this was bizarre stuff just a couple of years ago. We reported on it in school, in our schools, the infinite universe of gender. And we're like, wow, this is really obscure, crazy stuff. A couple of years later, it's like, yep, it's normal. It's normal. Yep. So yeah. did you think that's I, – I agree. I think we're going on the downslope of that, that people have picked out crazy and said enough is What's enough. the next crazy thing? But what is next? How can I you mean, top that? You look at history, you know, <laughs> everything from Y2K to yeah. COVID scare to you know, – Y2K could have happened. Could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it didn't. It did not. But, but I, I, hey, I bought some good – a good amount of silver then at between three and five bucks. 
an ounce. Yeah, it was cheap back Remember then. Remember that? Right? Well, I remember it was a little bit higher, and then there was a family. I was living in Texas at the time, and I actually been to their, their yard, not into their house, but the Hunt family. <laughs> you weren't at the yard? I don't even want to know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, anyway, they were storing up silver and trying to affect the market yeah. so they get rich off it, and the, yeah. the government came in and said, uh-uh, and it, it forced them to do a slow sell-off, which kept silver low. Yeah, which killed them in the process. Killed I them mean, in the yeah. process, and it kept silver. They weren't doing anything illegal at the time. It was just... Yeah. They're just buying it. Yeah, trying to you know force the market up and then you yeah. sell it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay. So let's let's move on to um let's move on to Christmas. Was Jesus born on Christmas? Yeah. You know, December twenty twenty fifth. What let me ask you this. When was what's the history of I guess December twenty fifth? When was that or has it always for thousands of years been December twenty fifth? Do okay. you have any Info so the Catholic Church, in you know, top of my head, 440 A.D., Okay, so 400 years after Jesus yes. ascended into heaven, they said December 25th was the day. Hmm. Okay, and some other, there's actually three Christmases in Israel that get celebrated. Because oh, really? <laughs> the Catholic Church has one, I think it's the Greek, and the Armenians have different dates, but they're all in this similar, like, early January, late December kind okay. of range. Okay, all right. right. Uh, if we look back at about one, I want to say 150 A.D., the first guy that ever mentioned December 25th, um, he was listing that as one possible day along with some other ones that were close by. And so it goes back pretty far, you know, within almost 100 years. Okay. 150 years of Jesus being born. Yeah, it wasn't state. like it was 1882 that no, they decided no. this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I was like, all right, I want to find out the truth. You know, was Jesus <laughs> born in June or was he born in... <laughs> you went down a rabbit hole, didn't you? I went you? down a rabbit hole. And there's actually a lot of evidence. You can get into Josephus, who was a, a Jewish general who became a historian. Um, he lived in the first century. And he talks about when King Herod, who was trying to kill Jesus, mm-hmm. died. And you can put that together a lot of evidence there that kind of points to the December. King Herod was the baby killer. The baby killer. Okay. You know, he's Jesus. The wise men came to King Herod. He's like, you know, finds out the time when the star appeared. And he's like, all right, kill all the children under... Two years old in Bethlehem. Huh. And he, a lot of people Man. are like, no, would he really do that? If you knew the history of King Herod, he was executing his own children. And on his deathbed, still ordering all these people to be executed. And he's dying. And he makes a list of, like, after I'm dead, kill these hundreds of people. And he just, he was. Yeah, well, people are like, did they question that there's been thought, evil, wicked people throughout history? There yeah. has been. And there will thought, be. If you thought Nixon was paranoid. Yeah, Herod this guy, was next. This guy even wanted people dead after he was dead. He's yes, making lists. Literally okay. making a list. Okay. So yeah, very very realistic. But you can look at that, and then you can also look at uh, the birth of John the Baptist. And his dad was a priest. And when his dad was serving in the temple, and when John's mother probably got pregnant. And anyway, you look at the evidence from the Bible, and it also points towards Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So around, so we're your research shows we're within a range. Within within a couple of weeks. Okay, yeah. I can live it. Then December twenty fifth is perfectly fine for me. I'm going to continue. Yeah, I'm not going to go. Oh no, it's December twenty seventh, and as, you know, or it's January first. <laughs> as several Israelis have pointed out to me, and these aren't Christian Israelis; it's just Jews. They're like, you know, why we have January first as New Year's is because Jews circumcise their kids on the eighth day and then name them on the eighth day. So Jesus is born on December twenty fifth. Eight days, the eighth okay. day would yeah. be. January 1st, the new year. He gets his name Jesus. Yeah. Starts a new year. Interesting. So, well, and there wasn't exactly, actually, the Romans kept pretty good records, but it's, it's, the world's changed so much, it even has. just in a hundred years. Yep. 
it, it wasn't that long ago where someone was born and you didn't have a birth certificate. You're born in a little my, rural place. Or, my grandmother didn't know how old she was. Yeah. She's like, I'm either 98 or 97, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, I don't know, I remember, I don't know my birthday. Didn't have a birth certificate. My yeah. dad did not have a birth certificate. It was nowadays, imagine, I don't even know, you couldn't even Can't function in this world. No. You'd have to, okay, maybe you don't have one, but you would have to figure out, they would have to issue something. So what happened you know? with my dad, he, he was born in, uh, I guess he served in, in World War II. He was born in the 20s. And, um, I, he was really old when he had he got me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he um, back then they went on baptismal certificates because a lot of people would baby uh, baptize, okay, and so you'd have that certificate. So for him, so at least you were close. He had his baby baptismal certificate, yeah. and then through that, get his social security number and all this stuff. Mm. Yeah, and that's something you didn't need. Not you know, not, not too, long, too long, long ago in history terms, is yep. social security number, which became like your ID and all that. Yep. Now it's, but, you want a job, you got to have a social security. Number. Yeah. So December twenty fifth and. Um, I do find it interesting because you mentioned, you know, 140 AD and this, they, in college nowadays, they don't, they, they do the new BCE and C and I'm like, yeah. wait a second, what's our calendar based off of? <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. What's the calendar based off of? No, nope, nope. right. Yeah. And so even the CE thing, does it mean Christian era, common era, contemporary era? BCE, is that before Christian era, before common era, before the contemporary era? Oh, is there, is there a debate on that? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Cause I'm just an. A D B C guy, likewise. Yeah, it's it's either A D or B C. And I write scholarly papers, and that's still accepted. And you can do you can do A D B C, you can do B C B C E. I mean, uh, oh God, C E B C E. <laughs> okay, so you could say uh, so. Then I feel not as bad because you could say it's okay before Christian era. Yep. Or what's the other one? Uh, uh, a D. Well, before Christian era or before Christ. B.C.E. Or before common era. Okay, okay. All right. Just stick with the Stick with what you got. Ay, ay, ay. All right, good information, Mark. I, I appreciate that. And, hey, uh, you may, I would appreciate you calling my good friends at Gettles High Desert Mechanical. Um, it's a family-owned company, brothers Adam and Ted Gettles. They've been servicing HVAC, heating and cooling, plumbing issues throughout central northern Arizona for over 30 years. So, Let's see. It's 2023. Okay, I got to give so a piece talking, of advice here. Yeah, call them before it breaks. Yeah, that's, because in the middle of a snowstorm, they're going to be busy. Yeah, call them then too, but call them for a checkup. No, yeah, you should service it every year. I would highly recommend that. So we're talking like uh, 1993 AD. They've been doing it since around then. Since AD times. Since AD times, <laughs> they've been doing a great job. Yeah, and I, I do the annual service. Smart. But if you miss that and your unit's out. I hope you don't got to call them on Christmas. I'll tell you what, but hey, they'll they're these guys will service your heater. Um, they'll service your HVAC system when we get back to that season. No matter where you're at in northern central Arizona, nine two eight five six seven twenty two hundred nine two eight five six seven twenty two hundred. Hang tight. Back in just a minute. podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that 
This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Last minute gift idea. Call the Blind Brothers. Get rid of those ancient blinds, shutters, or shades you got. Um, especially if they're from the BC, BC era. Uh, you'll want to get rid of those things. The Blind Brothers done a great job for my family. All new blinds in our home just last year. Uh, have them do the installation as well. Mention the Jeff Orvich Show. Get half off installation. Great deal there. Call the Blind Brothers right now. 928-634-2423. 928-634-2423. Or go to theblindbrothers.com. And for Christmas, Mark? Well, I, I managed to get my Christmas lights up. My <laughs> my wife and kids uh, flew out to Cleveland, and um, while they were gone for a couple of days visiting the in-laws, I got up all the lights. And it, it feels good to get them, get them done. I hate yeah, falling behind yeah. that. I do them right after Thanksgiving. That's a tradition. That's, that is smart. And then take them down. Angela's like, you know how efficient she is. Um like it's like christmas night <laughs> oh okay Here's she's like she's ready to take it down the next day i'm like next give day. it a couple of days here oh, yeah. give it a couple of days i just so, got presents under there i was talking to an official from sedona and if you live in sedona there is a deadline <laughs> getting down it's, your christmas lights of course sedona, sedona. yeah <laughs> can't put them up before thanksgiving and you have to have them down at sometime in january oh man it's uh i saw somebody weeks ago you know with a Christmas tree on top of their car that they like went out and cut. Oh yeah. It's like that thing's gonna be torched by the time you get to Christmas. That seems way early. You know, I mean live people still do live trees. I haven't done it in a long time because we've got that back breaking huge artificial tree that you know, because yep. I've got what, probably thirteen foot ceiling or something right. like that, that vaulted right. ceiling. And uh, I, I lug that up every uh Christmas from underneath the house and every year I'm like, This is the last year. <laughs> Get the Grinch thing going there. Well, Mark, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. I sure do appreciate all you do here on the show and out there in, in general. When it, you know all the stuff you do, so keep it up, and I hope hope you'll keep it up next year. Yeah, Merry will. Christmas. So Merry Christmas and and a Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Don't forget about that one too. It'll be happy. It Maybe. will be. It'll, be. It'll, be. <laughs> It'll all be keep good. Smiling. Keep, keep smiling. All right, don't go anywhere. More to come. Back in a few. This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Autoglass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. As I continue my I don't know, looking back on 23, looking ahead to 24, at least that's our starting point. We'll see what, what happens here. Because uh, Kelly Broadus is with me, and she's brought in the biggest stack of papers that she's had all year. <laughs> she even has one that's like a like eleven by seventeen sheet there with graphs, and that's what I love about you. you you've got the data, and um, it's it's interesting what you've come up with as far as when we talk about the real estate market and over time. And I think what you have is from Case Schiller, and it's um, national as far as what prices uh, like declines over time. And of course, it's it's national, so it's like local markets could have done a little different. But overall, right. if you're going to stay in your home a long time, you can usually like survive these things. What we call the zombie apocalypse, or the Y two Ks, or the um, I don't know, you know, it's COVID. 
hysterics, yeah. things just like that. Bumps, right? <laughs> yeah. Bumps. Big bumps. <laughs> I remember some big bumps where I'm like, how did we survive that? You know? Yep. I'm kind of survived. I'm kind of surprised we've survived to this point for many reasons. But just in general, I, I thought when COVID hit and, you know, they told everyone to stay home, Kelly, and, and then I, I thought the real estate market was going to be absolutely absolutely incinerated i, I thought the economy I did, too. I did too i thought we were going over a cliff and i'm like how did they kind of pull this rabbit out of the hat I, well I, I don't know absolutely I don't know. but what do you got there it's over well, time give me some highlights okay so the case uh Schiller study mm-hmm. which is it's a national study this one is really shocking <clears throat> to me because they went back to 1942, and they they showed how many times in history since 1942 to 2022, prices of homes actually went down. Okay. So we have, you know, they're now they're not counting whenever it, it whenever it's at zero, it doesn't it's not a down. It's still it's zero. It's so flat. right. Yeah. So 1990, we we had a one percent de- decrease in property values. In 2006, mid 2006 to mid 2011, mm-hmm. we had uh, so we had a consistent downturn of home prices. So five percent, twelve percent, four percent, four percent, four percent. Guess what, Jeff? I remember those days. <laughs> but guess what? what? That that's it. That's it. That's it. Over since forty two, we're since talking 19, nationally. Nationally, since nineteen forty two. That's the so the point is for all the folks that are waiting for this housing apocalypse, you know, where prices are gonna it's gonna be two thousand and eight again. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Well, anytime I've tried to predict things and said it's gonna be like it was or a past situation. It's you're oftentimes wrong. I know, you know? and well, I don't. I don't give anyone advice out there because I want no, you. No, I don't no. want you to buy a home and then come back. It does and say. drop down, <laughs> and then you're like, I got to move now. Jeff cost me a hundred thousand. That's you, you got to think about all that and, and work on that. But this is historical I, data. Yeah, though. I look at home ownership and it's like, are you going to be there for a while? Are you putting down roots? Right. You know, and because. You're going to be, and buddy of mine, Mark Howitt, who's a you know, frequent guest host here on the program, always says you're paying, you're paying rent to someone, either the landlord or the, the bank, unfortunately, unless you're in a wonderful situation where you're buying these homes cash. I get it. That's right. a rare, rare. Well, you deal with it. Well, I'm surprised when you tell me, like, oh, this is a cash buy, and it's like. There's a lot of them. Whew. There is. Well, I was but... just over in California. I was over in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. I was like, I understand now. Because the homes are like four, ten, yeah. twenty, thirty million dollars. I was yeah. like, this is nuts. Okay, so and forty two is a good starting point because forty two, uh, obviously America was just getting into World War Two. Yeah. Um, then you mentioned nineteen ninety. Nine, so, well, well, let's yes, nineteen ninety one, one year it mm-hmm. went down, and I remember 1%. that time. That was when my family sold out in New York and got out of that place and and moved out here. Mm-hmm. You mentioned oh seven through. Um, 2011, 11, uh, the great financial crisis, mm-hmm. uh, some would call it a, a, a mini depression. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. That was yeah. bad. And people were losing jobs. People were losing homes. I, I still can remember that. Like it was yesterday, Kelly, Me when, too. when people are getting foreclosed on. So, um, overall though, um, the, the trend is pretty good, especially if you're planning on staying for a while. Exactly. That's where you, that's what you would take away that's from that. That's what I would take okay. away from that, right. yeah. Let's get into more of this, and, and Kelly Broadus is with us. Love to hear from you. We'll pile up those comments. You know, Olivia will keep track of those, and special programming all week here. 
when we get back to regular programming on Tuesday, January 2nd, we'll start delving into the many comments that have, I'm sure, come in. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, if your smartphone breaks, go to my good friends at Just Wireless. They'll fix, uh, they can fix that old battery, the charging port on your phone. This is a classic here. This is, you like that? That was so cheap. (laughs) I'm going to keep this until it burns a hole through my pocket. But when I do need a new, to me, smartphone, I'm going to get a refurbished one from Just Wireless. Save some money. Uh, it is also good for the environment, which is awesome because these things got batteries and all kinds of kind of nasty stuff in there. So if you keep them going, keep them going, and Just Wireless will do that right there on Milton Avenue as I-17 comes into Flagstaff or online. Find them at JustWirelessAZ.com. And Kelly Broadus is with us. We're going to kind of wrap up the, the year. And um, one more data point you've got there is on the interest rate. Is that the interest rate? And w- yeah. what's that one showing? Who's that from? Okay, so this is just straight data. Okay. I don't I don't know exactly who it's from. This yeah. was data that was pulled and so we have the a- average interest rate from 71 to 79 was 8.89. Okay. From 80 to 89 it was 12.82. That's the average. I mean, it it spiked up to 18%. Yeah, like 198, like end of Jimmy Carter, I'm thinking, was when it really spiked, right? Yes. Um, 90 to 99 was 7.88. 2000 to 2009, the median was 6.18. Okay. And then, of course, 2010 to 2019 was 4.03 and that's during the time when it dropped way way down so 2020 to present no actually 2020 to present is when it dropped way way down yeah that was the crazy covid rates right so 2.65 was the minimum (laughs) yeah that was the minimum and then (laughs) 7.79 which is what it is now um which we've actually dropped from last month. We've dropped a point. Yeah, I so, heard we were flirting in the 8-9 yeah. range there yeah. for a while on yeah. the 30. Um, okay, let's think about that. Let's ponder that for a second, Kelly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, for those of us that didn't refinance at 2.65%, you know, six five. Six five <laughs> still pounding my forehead, <laughs> right? I mean, thinking like, why, why? And then there's a lot of people, and let me get your take on this. I think this is a big development of the years. There's people that did get into that rate at two, three, you know, something percent, right? During COVID. And now they're sitting in their home and the equity has increased. Where are we about? 750 on the median? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not quite. Not okay. Quite, and where but... were they before COVID? Fives, oh, yeah, maybe? Yeah, it was in the fives. Okay. So yeah. they're sitting on a quarter million dollars of perceived gain, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, if you were to sell the home. And I'm trying to get into people's brain because I'm thinking what they would be thinking is I'm not moving across town to the $900,000 home or whatever and paying six, seven, eight percent. I'm going to just sit put here at two and three quarter percent or whatever. Is that a, is that a decision point you've seen oh, yeah. a lot of? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Is that hurting is. the inventory? Has it, that hurt it the inventory? It is, but the funny thing is in the last week and a half, I've gotten two calls a day, people ready to list, wanting to list. So the spring is going to be, if, if I am, you know, if I am a plumb line for all the other yeah. agents, it's going to be crazy. So you're jumping ahead to predictions. That's yeah. pretty much okay. the end of the show. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that's okay. But, no, yes, so you're, th- but, you're thinking that we got, just based on your experience and instinct, hey, there's a lot of calls coming in here. People are kind of itch. It's kind of like, hey, I'm looking for a car and you start 
wandering the lots. Yeah. It's like, uh-oh, new car purchase coming, right? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, but there are still a lot of people, though, that I think are sitting, They're sitting, sitting put. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they, they're either, unless they can cash it, you know, do a sale and get a, a home cash in the, in the transaction, they're doing that math. And I spoke with someone recently and they were like, people are paying 4,500, $5,000 a month on these mortgages right now. On the new, the new, the new purchases. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, maybe starting to sound kind of old Kelly, because I'm like, I remember when I paid eight twenty five a month for my mortgage and that, that was 1999, 2000. So long gone, that's never coming back. No. And, and based on this case Schiller study, People that are waiting for prices to bottom out, I just, I don't know. doesn't look like it will happen. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, and even if you took, okay, what's the median? 750 it's, it's actually in the high sixes now, so it did drop a oh, little bit. Oh, it did? Bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just, for a round number's sake, it did already drop some, but let's say the median price is 700 Let's say you even had a massive correction. Let's say they dropped locally, because the numbers you're giving are national. Right. Right, so all real estate's local. Um, let's say they drop 10% and you all of a sudden got to 630 or they drop 20% and you got mm-hmm. back into the fives. That's still a heck of an increase from, I will use my house as an example. My house was $212,000 in 2001 mm-hmm. and it's probably in that median range ish now, you know, seven, seven something. Right. So even for me, who's been in a home for a long time and a lot of people out there, okay, went back down to 500 and something. I'm still like, okay, eh, life's not too bad. So I, I guess what I'm saying is, I, I mean, is, is, it's not going to zero. <laughs> and it's no. probably not going to be a 50% correction. No. If it is, hey, I, and you can email me later, <laughs> right? Okay, so yeah. what what are kind of some of the other big highlights for last year or, you okay, know, uh, so, 2023? It, so last year, you know, when interest rates went up, so we still had an increase of uh, list prices of 7.07% in, okay. in Flagstaff across the board. Okay, so seven, over 7% up. Yeah, and then the, the price. sold price still was 4.5% over what it was year over year. So a little wheel in, in dealing, but not like up, like so. COVID times when we were talking, it was like oh, it was multiple ridiculous. offers yeah. and $100,000 yeah. over. Yeah. Okay, It's not like that. Yeah. Thank you, God. Yeah, that, you. That, was, that, was, that was crazy. That was, that was crazy. Not fun. Yeah. Um. But you, you know, could you could write a good book though. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Days on the market, you know, average through the year, it dropped. Uh, it's at fifty five instead of forty nine. Okay, the so, year before, so a little about quicker. The same. Returning, yeah, about the same. And then uh, homes are selling for ninety five point two four of the original asport price okay. percent so again you know. not a lot of wheeling and dealing no it's a little, little bit, bit lower than it yeah. was the year before okay so all right yeah okay and so still we're in a buyer's market still um okay you know so that's, but but not overly so i mean it's, it's not ridiculous yeah no, it's not it's no. not ridiculous because i think you still got that what's the inventory issue and how many people are still you know staying mm-hmm. put right. I, I don't see a lot of new stuff coming on either i know there's some developments out there Mm-hmm. that are kind of popping online, but it just seems like the rate at which they're built, they come online, it seems like so slow. It's not like an Anthem north of Phoenix that came online yeah. one day and all of a sudden there was, you know, 20,000 homes out there. Oh, it's, that's always yeah. been the issue in, in Flagstaff, I think, is you can't keep up with it. 
Yeah. You know, with with the at least new construction. Right. All right, what else you got there? Let's kind of looking oh, back. Oh, let's see. Actually, the median right now in Flagstaff as of October was six thirty. So it, it did drop. Okay. It did drop. Okay. Uh, and, and for my listeners outside of Flagstaff, I pulled. Um, Camp Verde and Sedona, and I was kind of surprised to see a lot of those. Not not Sedona, uh, Camp Verde, Cottonwood, and those had even popped into the like fours and fives really? uh, for median. So it's the whole area, yeah, that's seen quite dramatic increases. Yep, and she shuffles to the pile. Yeah, <laughs> the most expensive home that sold in October was three point one. Was that for the year, or is that just for that the month? was just for the month? Do you have any yeah. bearing on like the most expensive for Flagstaff for the year? I think was it? this is probably around the That's probably, the most. so yeah, it's three, around there. In the three, three million. million yeah, man, I remember the days when it was just like a million was unusual. Oh, my And now goodness, you're, you're, yeah. you're probably dealing with that quite often All now. The you've time. seen some of the, yeah. the homes you're selling. Mm-hmm. Huh, three point yeah, something. Yeah, and the lowest priced home to sell in October was 407. How about that? Was it like, I won't say that. Was it rough? Because <laughs> I would imagine that it might have been. I see some, and I'm like, I'm not saying this one was was that particular one, but I was like, it was in Heart Prairie. So okay, you know. okay. But I've seen some that come up up once in a while, and like, you want 400 for that? That looks like something from Breaking Bad. <laughs> um, uh, I know, I know. It's, it's like crazy. I don't want to get back to your Oklahoma story of driving out in the middle of nowhere, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it was, but that's, that's crazy because I, that's unfortunate because people can't get like the sweat equity fixer uppers right now. It's a little harder to, little harder. to, to get into yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking with Kelly Broadus wrapping up a, the last year. year. Is that about mm-hmm. what you got there yeah, on, that's the, what I got on the data? Okay. Year. So still, still pretty hot market, I guess I would surmise uh, for 23. Uh, what I'd like to do is get into some of the predictions with you and see where you, maybe this is all heading and, and hit on that when we come back. And I'd love to hear from you as well. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. We'll pile those up and get to those as soon as humanly possible. Remember, if you get a rock ship in your windshield, always call Diamond Auto Glass first. You call your insurance company. here. Most of these companies, they do, is they use a nationwide glass shop. So they actually answer the phones there and then they route you to their shop. It's a pretty good gig there, which... A lot of times causes delays and a lot of times extra costs, and then you don't get to deal with a great local northern Arizona company, and that's Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street. Uh, zip on in there. If you get a rock ship, get that repaired in about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, you need a new windshield, they'll take care of you, and they'll take really good care of you uh, as well. So call them up, 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. Always a good time to head on to Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Voted best sports bar in Flagstaff. I lost track. 17 years in a row, something like that. All the TVs for your sports action. Uh, don't forget about their great daily specials starting at lunch into dinner. They're having the whole day. It's not just like a th- you know 30-second window that you got to get there. Taco Tuesday, Wing Wednesday, where they got half-price wings. Sportsman's Bar and Grill, north of downtown Flagstaff, but with plenty of parking right there in the Bash's Shopping Center. Uh, check out their great daily drink specials as well. And they've always got some something on that $4 menu too. Sportsman's Bar and Grill might see me there enjoying a nice drink.
It sounded like a lush there, Kelly. It could be iced tea. You know, I said I might be enjoying a nice cold drink. Yeah. Could be a beer. Could be coffee. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. <laughs> Making a song. It could be, um, I go there and I get like the um, Bazzoli. Mm. And it gets, it gets a little spicy and I'm just like sweating. I was like, just bring me a drink. All right. Kelly Broadus is here with us. Um, going over uh, last year, looking at 23, looking ahead to 24. Um, do you think that's, I'll ask you this, just your opinion on, on interest rates. Do you think heading south? I mean, you already kind of mentioned that, I, well, but do you think we're going to. We, we went down from October to now a point, right? Mm-hmm. And the feds have said they're not going to raise rates in spite of the job numbers are are good hmm. um but i'm always a little skeptical but that's me by yeah, nature okay but they say they're not going to raise rates so on the mortgage front um i've spoken with a lot of my advisors a lot of the people that i talk to and they're saying that it's predicted they won't really go down any further than six and a half hmm. so okay but you know, when you look at the history of interest rates, six and a half isn't that bad. Well, if you go back to that chart you had yeah, back to the 70s or whatever that was, that's mm-hmm. actually very common. Very common. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm i thinking back to my first house in 99-ish, and I think it was 7%. Yeah. And you better come in with 10% down. Right. I mean, it was unusual for like, oh, I got 1%, something like that. I mean... Now you can you can get those deals, but ten percent that was kind of the magic number, right. and you're going to be paying seven percent. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's fine. We're going to be here for thirty years. We weren't, but <laughs> okay. So yeah, so you know, I'm my feeling is if you're on the fence about whether to buy a home or not, and you're thinking, well, you know, I'm just kind of going to wait till the spring and see what happens. Maybe rates will go down some more. The thing is. Maybe you, you and a hundred thousand other people are waiting, you know? Yeah. And, you know, right now, savvy buyers are, if, if it's indeed what you're wanting to do, savvy buyers are trying to get a deal now. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to, cause sellers are uneasy. They don't know what's going to happen any more than buyers do. But if what I'm saying is right, maybe now is a good time to get sellers to take to take a chunk off of that price, you know, or to pay, or to pay some closing costs to buy your rate down or whatever it is, you know? Well, last time you were on, we spent a lot of time talking about those uh, concessions, the buy downs that were happening. Right, right. If memory serves me right, you were talking about like some people doing like 9% uh, off the, like the the sale price. So Mm -hmm. just to pick a number, a million dollars, it's like they're kicking in $90,000. Mm-hmm. Which just kind of shocked me because I'm like, well, is the house worth a million or is it worth nine hundred and ten? When you because well, yeah. the money's coming from somewhere and it's going somewhere, has that changed? Is it no? But it, you just never know what a seller's motivation is, that's what true. their situation that's is, true. you know. And you you just make those offers and you keep trying. You find an agent that is willing to make those offers for you, yeah. And then you might you might hit one where they they have to get out of dodge. You yeah, know, yeah. for whatever reason. Whatever their situation yeah, is. Sick whatever. of it. Um, you know, sometimes people run into some kind of life situation. Right. I mean. Right. It happens. It, it happens. And then you, you happen to hit it just right. Um, are you kind of in the camp of, and I don't think you are, where you make an offer and it's like, no, that's what they're asking. Or are you the wheel and deal and, hey, offer them 
If you're oh, I'm, I, I'm serving whoever it is that I'm working for, the buyer or the seller. Yeah, if you're on the I'm, buyer side, you're I'm like, going to be, you hey, know, my goal is to get them the best deal. Yeah, that I can. and here's the comps, and this guy's asking right. this much, this girl's asking this much. Let's so try this. Maybe, you know? maybe you come in here, you know, and right. okay. So, because I've had some agents in the past tell me it's like, oh, they're asking that you shouldn't offend them. And like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I need to find a new agent. <laughs> uh, not offend them. This, yeah. is, this isn't the day for that. This is the day for that because, no. yeah, somebody might be motivated. And, and then I, I proceeded to get my real estate license after that. And, you know, because I was doing my own transactions. Yeah. And then I got sick of the continued education and oh, all the stuff I yeah, had to do, yeah. right? Every so two I finally years. let that go and I was yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to call Kelly. And, you know, just, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't need to deal with this anymore. So, okay, that's, yeah. that's good. Okay, let's get into some more, some more stuff here in just a second. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, love to hear from you. And let me throw out Kelly's number here as well. I should know it by heart, but I don't remember things like that. Uh, 888-446-5602. And then your website's really cool as well because you get that uh, valuation tab mm-hmm. where, well, your big thing is that you don't even have to talk to an agent, which I find offensive that if they didn't want to talk to you. But if you're that kind of person, you don't want to talk to Kelly right off and you just want well, to go through the website. I'm still going to call you. <sighs> yeah. Eight, eight. Oh no, we want to do a website, Northern Arizona, finehomes.com. That's Northern Arizona, finehomes.com. A lot of people using that tool. It's pretty yes, handy tool. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. It's, it's hard for me to keep up. Yeah. Really. Is that all yeah. like software? Like how do you, it's an algorithm and they, they pull the, you know, valuations from a ton of different sources yeah. and then they amalgamate it. And yeah. You well, get, imagine yeah. when you first started, it's like something like that wasn't possible. You'd be sitting there doing all the calculations and trying to give a guess on that. Uh, all right. I'd uh, love to hear from you. Like I said, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, I, I've been a big fan of and a big, big advocate for me personally, at least uh, as an insurance policy for my life. Uh, owning a little bit of physical gold and silver. I don't tell you how to invest. Of course, seek out your own financial planner and consultant because anything can happen. Um, I was talking about earlier uh, during Y2K, I was buying silver for four four bucks an ounce or something, <laughs> three or four bucks an ounce, and now it's like 20, Five. 25 or yeah. something. Yeah. So what I don't about, give you. Yeah, gold's two grand. Yeah, I mean, gold hit a record high a couple of weeks ago. I don't give financial advice, but I can tell you, I like to have a little bit of that for the just insane unknowns that definitely have happened over time. Uh, called Desert Gold Exchange. They've done a great job for my family. Desert Gold Exchange can get you physical gold and silver delivered, usually about uh, 48 to 72 hours. Arizona based company, family company. They keep their overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. Guaranteed lowest commissions and fees out there, which translates to getting the best price for gold and silver. Here's the number. Call them up. Mention to Jeff Orvit Show. They'll treat you like gold. Plus, they'll send you a free investor's kit. 888-852-4343. 888-852-4343. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orvid Show. 
This is Jeff Horvitz, and if you listen to my show, you know that I recently had the blinds replaced in my house. And when we decided to get this done, obviously we called my friends at the Blind Brothers, and we weren't going to deal with anybody else because this is a great northern Arizona company. They don't use subcontractors, so you know who you're dealing with. Now, the Blind Brothers came in. They laid out all the options for us. We picked out, my wife Angela and I, a great set of blinds. Uh, they gave us a great price. We opted to have them do the installation, which they can do for up to half off the price uh, as well as any other advertised specials it's a great deal they came in they took out all the old blinds got rid of them hung the new blinds they work perfect we are very very happy i want you to do your neighbors a favor call the blind brothers for a free estimate at 928-634-2423 i know you're going to be happy that's 928-634-2423 or go online they have great monthly specials at theblindbrothers.com This is the Jeff Orbit Show. Kelly Broadus is here with me. We're talking shop when it comes to real estate and a lot of other issues as well. Um, and yeah, we've seen the prices go up dramatically. She's given us some, some awesome data. If you missed the beginning of the show, uh, the podcast is always up. Talkwithjeff.com or look up the Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider. You can all do that for me for Christmas presents. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the um, Rumble channel as well for video. Uh, and just look up Orvitz. Just plug in O-R-A-V-I-T-S. Subscribe. Give us a comment and share that with people as well. Uh, so that way, if the zombie apocalypse happens, maybe we continue <laughs> on on the, on the podcast. Um, one thing that concerns me going into 24, one thing that concerns me just in general, when I look at my three kids and I'm like, you know, my eldest daughter's 20. You know, before you know, it's like, well, maybe they want to buy a home. And I look back on when I bought my first home in Flagstaff in 99-ish, I, I, I'm certain it was under $100,000 and interest rates were 7%. But nowadays, you just it's, it, it does seem like at least in many parts of northern Arizona, Flagstaff, Sedona, and a lot of areas, it's, it, it is becoming a lot more unattainable in that area, which is kind of a natural thing because it's grown so much in desirability. Mm -hmm. When you look up Flagstaff, you often hear best Christmas town, uh, best mountain town. Oh, they get, if you're into snow, which a lot of people are, they get some of the biggest snowfalls, you know, in the country. There's a ski resort. It's become that more resorty type feel, but with that comes extremely high prices. California, I was over in um, Santa Barbara and the prices were multiple millions of dollars and people sell there. They come here, they plop down cash. It's, 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 there's a barrier that does exist to getting in this, this community. And I'm not being like whiny and saying, oh, we need the government to step in and make housing fair and affordable for everyone because you've had plenty of clients that have come to you and sold their home because they moved to cheaper areas. There are cheaper areas in the country, so that's the reality. Mm-hmm. But you're here. You're saying, hey, I want to put down roots. My family lives here. I want to stay here. I'm going to be here for the long haul. Are there programs to mm-hmm. help first-time buyers? What, do you, what are you seeing out there? Well, there's a lot of programs, and this this one that I was just made aware of today, as a matter of fact, it's $6,500 with no strings attached, meaning no income limits. You don't have to live there for any certain amount of time. Uh, you you do have to be a first time home buyer, meaning you could you can't have owned a home in the last two years. Okay, you can have a co-signer that is a homeowner. That's okay. So I'm thinking for students that, 
you know, are moving here and needing, wanting to buy something, somewhere to live, a condo or something, mm-hmm. this is perfect for them. The only catch is there's a whole list of uh, towns that they have to be moving here from. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. So I like have what? that list. Yeah. Uh, so we have um, actually a town in California. Mm. Sandy Springs, wherever that is, Baltimore, Maryland, Brownsville, Texas. It just goes down. There's a that's, list that's, of that's probably 20. I, trying to, I don't know what the reason. Are they trying reason. to get people out of there? It's like, we want people to leave here. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Even Oklahoma City yeah, is one of the that's towns. Okay, but so um, that's an interesting program. Interesting. Never, yeah, Very interesting. 6500 yeah. down? Um, uh, so it's $6,500 towards closing oh, costs okay. or down I, payment. I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then the only other only other thing is that it, it if it's a single family residence, it's an, it has to be a 97% loan to value. So 3% down. Okay. Which 6500 of that 3% down can go towards the down payment. Let me break down and, my calculator. I was like okay. doing that to you because you're saying... Um, Three percent down, and let's say they're buying a condo. Yeah, can you buy a condo for four hundred and yeah, and flying? Easy. Okay, yep. So that's a good place to start. Sometimes yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. you get your feet in there, you get you can buy a condo equity. for three hundred. Okay, so that's yeah, you know, and and then and then a couple of years, hopefully you move up, or maybe you like the condo. Well, life. they even let you do a multifamily. You See, can even I do wish a multifamily. So you would just have to live in one three, of the three percent down would be twelve grand. These are very round numbers, but twelve grand on a four hundred thousand dollar yeah. condo. So then it's like, hey, there's a program, and I'm sure there's piles of other programs if you dig. There is. So yeah. there's okay, sixty five hundred. So minus sixty five hundred. We're doing high math today, so I got to come up with fifty five hundred. Most uh, yeah. people. I know sometimes it sounds like, oh, how do I come up with that? But you work out, you set your goal, you're like, I'm setting aside right. X amount per month. Right. You can do it. Well, I mean, it's, this be- is doable. The, the beauty with the FHA loan is the down payment can be a gift from a family member. It doesn't oh, okay. have to be your money. Okay. So with the multi-unit, it has to be 5% down. So with the 5% down, that cannot be a gift. Okay. So 5% yeah. again, multi-unit. You're talking like a duplex. Yeah. Duplex okay. or even three or four. Yeah, which, okay, let's talk about that for a second, because if I were to go back in time, and again, I'm not giving you advice, but if I were to go back in time, uh, yes, Angela and I bought our first home, a single family home north of town, and we did good. You know, we we got some sweat equity there, and we were able to move into our next home, which we're still in, Kelly. Um, (laughs) But if I were to go back in time, I would have found, me personally, a duplex. Yeah. For my first one. 100%. Because I... It's hard to find them now. Maybe they're five hundred thousand. But what about I mean, they, what about a single family house with a mother in law? Yeah. What a about mother in law? Yeah. Or what about a single family house that's in an area of your community that allows accessory dwelling units? Right. Um, there's some neighborhoods that don't permit it. I think the HOA supersedes right, that. Right. Correct. Yeah. Can I put an H? I'd put an accessory dwelling unit here. You can but do I think, it here. Oh, Continental, can I? Continental allows it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Get the. I'm getting the backhoe out there tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I'm doing over the Christmas break. Building an ADU now. Um, no, but I would look at a property that's either zoned for another unit. A property that or allows an ADU, a property that has an ADU, or t- traditional duplex or triplex or whatever. Um, because think about it. You get in, let's do some more math here. Again, this is kind of s- spontaneous here, but let's say it's $500,000 for, mm-hmm. you know, like a duplex. Okay, you're going to have to come up with, is it 10%? 
Uh, on a 500,000, you can do three. Okay. Let's say it's 3%, 15 grand, closing costs, et cetera. Let's say Get it's- Get the seller to pay your closing Okay. Costs. Yeah. There's, there, yeah. That's the thing. There's room to work with there things. Is. That's how I got into real estate. That's how Kelly got into real estate. You just try. You kind of wheel and deal. And it's like, don't feel like you, if you have the agent that says you got to give them the offering price and there's no- Dump your agent. Dump your agent. So you call Kelly and- uh, really, let's be fair. There's there's other competent agents out there as well, but I like promoting you, obviously, Kelly. <laughs> you you call someone like Kelly who's who's competent. You call Kelly, and you say, "Let's wheel and deal here. I'm willing. I got I got months to to buy this. Let's find the right deal." Mm-hmm. And you wheel and deal, and, and someone like Kelly's going to be like, "Here's how we work this. Let's work this angle. Let's try this angle." And then all of a sudden, and I know this is true because I've done it. I've gotten into places with concessions, with this and that, and, and all of a sudden yep. you're putting down a lot less than you thought, and then you get into a duplex. So you get into a duplex that's, let's say, $500,000, and um, I'm just going to go to simple $500,000 mortgage at even, I'm going to figure high here, at 7%. Your payment is 3300 right, a month. Let's yeah. call it 3500 just to, to yeah. round up. But- Taxes and insurance. So you're living on one side. Yeah. And the other side's renting for two grand. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're paying, you're still paying, but you're paying, you're paying what we were paying in 19, right. you know, 2003, 2001, when we were buying homes, as far as the mortgage, the, the old time mortgage prices. Right. It's a great way to go. Yeah. I mean, it's a great way. You're going to be a landlord and you're going to get whining and, you know, but who cares? You're going to, you're going to come out. And then a few years later, you go to Kelly and you say, I got a lot of equity in here and I'm going to be able to finance a new home. And now I'm going to move into a single family home and keep that duplex and rent out both sides there for $2,000 There you go. That's the way to do it. Now you rent it for 4000 and the, your original yeah. mortgage is 3500 or whatever, yeah. or whatever the new price are. Rent's gone up. Right. When I got into this gig with for rent, rent was, I had units at 500 a month. That was in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now they're two, you know, so. Yeah. Anyway, no, no. Well, and, and what about. If, if you keep your eyes open for a house that you can do minimal construction mm-hmm. and, and you know. Yeah, have, sweat equity. Yeah, um, part of the house could be rented if you just put up this little wall. Yeah, right. You know, check with the city and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you need a firewall here or whatever. And then um, it's zoned for two units. You could add to it. There's so much in this gig. Don't let where there's some, a will, there's a way. Exactly. Don't let yes. somebody who's never done it tell you that it can't, can't be, done be done because you're yeah. listening to people who have figured out how to do it. Yes. 100%. And there's a lot more of us out there and you just got to kind of seek that out yeah. and know that it can be done. I always look at, I, I feel like I'm of moderate intelligence. I'm not Einstein or anything, right? I mean, I'm just like, I can do the back of the napkin math and with, with crayons that they give you at the, at the restaurant. And I figured it out. <laughs> so I, I want to leave just with that optimism though. Yeah. Going forward for, yeah, for, for people. It, it can be done. I, I see it all the time. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. All right. Barring the zombie apocalypse, you're feeling pretty good going I, forward. You know, I am. Okay. I'm feeling very good. Good. Yep. Good. Hopefully we don't have to talk about the zombie. Well, if, even if the zombie apocalypse, I'm sure Kelly can find you a house with a bunker. <laughs> right? There's. Yeah. You ever hear about those like silos that people I are buying? Have. You know, yeah, they're yeah. they're buying the, literally the old like missile silos that oh the government has goodness. sold. That to me is a little. It'd be kind of <laughs> cool, much. but that's a bit much. All right, yeah. Kelly. I, I sure appreciate all your um, insight over Thank the you. past year. I look forward to. Been fun. It has been fun. I look forward to. Um, 
uh, having you back on on a regular basis in, in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, I would encourage everybody to listen back. If you go to my podcast, there's some great um, segments that you and I have done, including I love your kind of how you got into this story. Yeah. I think we did in the fall sometime. Yep. Um, that is well worth um, listening yeah. back to. I've been posting on Facebook other stories and other things. So follow me on Facebook and, and Instagram. And if you missed anything today, you're welcome to call me. I'm happy to email you all this information. Yeah, shout out so, the number again. Um, my, uh, 888-446-5602. Okay. What's your yeah. Facebook, um, name handle? Oh gosh. Whatever. Kelly Broadus Realtor. I mean, okay. I think you can, if you type you in Broadus, if you fly. type in Kelly Broadus, B-R-O-A-D-D-U-S, you can find me. Okay. So, all right. Look that up and, um, friend I've done Facebook in a while but mm-hmm. you know, or I know, Instagram. I know a lot of mm-hmm. people do that or Instagram yeah mm-hmm. all right Kelly um, wish you a Merry Christmas thank you uh, happy holidays you happy New Year and to all f- of you too absolutely yep. and I look forward to getting getting you back in here uh, next year all right love to hear from you talk with Jeff at iCloud.com get those comments and appreciate everyone who, who sends in those comments uh, let's see here uh, zero res uh, you still got time to call them up take advantage of the end of the year specials they got going on uh, zero res of northern Arizona get those carpets cleaned deep clean those tile and the, the grout joints too they're normally not that like dark color usually people have like a beige grout joint it's all that grime that builds up there zero res can take care of that uh, they start at like 69 bucks a room for that tile and grout cleaning uh, three rooms of carpet for 138 dollars here's a number for zero res uh, 928-378-8888 928-378-8888 or go to ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. That's ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. Back in a minute. to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show Car repairs can be stressful. Jeff Horvitz here. And since most shops pay their mechanics a flat rate based on the auto repair, your mechanic can either be racing against the clock or tempted to tack on extra parts. Now, crazy country boys, they don't play that game. And their shop rates are about 30% less. Now, Big Jim, make sure his technicians are not rushing and that you only pay for the parts that you really need. As a tech net through CarQuest Service Center, all parts and labor are backed by a 24-month, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Now, CarQuest, that's another great company in Flagstaff, uh, family-owned auto parts store in Flagstaff, serving you for over half a century. Don't overpay for auto repair or service. Call Big Jim at Crazy Country Boys Services at 928-607-9753. That's 928-607-9753. 928-607-9753. Crazy Country Boys Services. Using only CarQuest guaranteed auto parts. Crazy good. Just past the Flagstaff Mall off the East Empire Avenue exit. Still to come this week... I'm going to continue on with my special week of Christmas programming here. 
And I'm bringing in all, you know, a bunch of my guests, regular guest hosts, things like that. Uh, I will end the week Friday, December 22nd. Mark this on your calendar at 4 p.m. Uh, I'm going to bring in the family. We'll have an Orvitz family Christmas special. And we always have a good time doing that. It's been a tradition of us, uh, for us as we enter the eighth year of programming is, uh, bringing in the family, kind of sharing, uh, Christmas things that we like to do, past stories, what we're looking forward to. You know, we get into trivia, some history on Christmas, all that stuff. Uh, we're putting together that program for you, so I hope you'll join us for that. Again, 4 o'clock Friday on all the places I just told you about uh, the Orvitz Christmas special. Uh, still this week, I've got uh, tomorrow, which is Tuesday, December 29th, we've got uh, Rob Wilson from Timberline Firearms and Training, a huge update from him. Glenn Leist in Hour 2, Glenn Leist from WT Wealth Management, is going to look ahead to 24, what he thinks is coming when it comes to the markets, interest rates, things like that. On Wednesday, I do have uh, former state representative Bob Thorpe. Got Kim Dawson from Nova Home Loans. Interest rates, big issue right now with the expectations that rates are going to be cut in 24. On Thursday, December 21st, got Bruce Sidlinger doing a year-end, looking back on 23, ahead to 24. Got Zach Elman from Just Wireless. And then again... On Friday, uh, the Orvitz Christmas special at 4 p.m., so I hope you tune in for that. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope you all have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show.